Hello guys, hello, hello. Here is another episode of Two Romanisti in Sweden. It's Umberto speaking today. And uh, today I want uh, immediately to say that uh, I will be alone during this episode since uh, our good guy Alessandro is busy with his work and uh, he could not uh, participate uh, with us today. So today the episode will be a little bit shorter than usually, but uh, let's start uh, immediately talking about uh, Roma and what happened during the last days since uh, the last episode. We left each other uh, talking about the match uh, towards Empoli. We know that Roma won 2-0 against Empoli by scoring uh, immediately in the first 10 minutes uh, already we were 2-0 by scoring two goals from uh, set pieces and uh, setting up the game already after uh, such a short time uh, in a very good situation for us the rest of the game uh, I would say it was typical Mourinho match in the end the performance of the whole team was uh, quite satisfying i think uh, I think it was at least from my from my point of view. It was not easy since Empoli came to Rome with the label of being a team uh, very much in shape they They didn't lose uh, any game since uh, November. They have beaten uh, inter in San Siro. They have very interesting players uh, like uh, above all. Uh, Uh, Baldanzi and uh, Vicario but uh, but Roma won and we got three very important points for the for the table which uh, if we look at it now Roma is in third place but still not so not so far either from the second and and uh, with uh, our opponents very close to us So nothing is uh, definitely done. There is still a long way. Uh, my immediate comment is that uh, let's try to not fly too much with our minds and uh, let's try to keep our feet on the ground and uh, think uh, match by match because uh, we are still in February. There's a lot of matches to do. And uh, even if the table now is um, smiling to us, uh, we shouldn't exaltate us uh, too much as we usually do as a Roma fan. But of course, of course, we have to enjoy the three points and the victory, which is always nice. After the match, Mourinho spoke to the media, answering some questions. And uh, this was actually a topic of discussions in the last few days, since uh, Mourinho's words uh, made many people talking and uh, reflecting on uh, on Roma's moment and uh, what is going on, especially after the terrible defeat in Coppa Italia against uh, Cremonese. One of the most critical questions to Mourinho were why uh, Roma that we have seen today is completely different from what we have seen against Cremonese last uh, Wednesday. And uh, Mourinho's answer was quite uh, straightforward, saying that uh, today we played with the strongest team, but uh, uh, if we had played with this team against uh, Cremonese, probably, most probably we would have won and we would have, uh, we would have been in semi-final. 
but uh, we we are not one with uh, today with Empoli because we don't have a team that uh, and we don't have players that are able to to both these games uh, in a row. So basically, Mourinho once again said that uh, the team is not enough to reach the all uh, targets during this season. And um, he said that we are a strong team only when we play one match per week. But when we play more matches per week, that's uh, when our weaknesses uh, are rising up. Well, um, my opinion is that uh, with these words, if he was another coach, after not even one hour, the club would have sent him out. But uh, in a way, Mourinho is uh, having a sort of uh, infinite credit in Roma based mostly on uh, his career and uh, also on the fact that uh, the club and the fans completely trust in him, blindly trust in, uh, in Mourinho, I would say. And I'm, I must confess, I've uh, always been uh, one of those. Um, I must say that uh, also this time I cannot uh, say that uh, Mourinho is wrong or, or right, since he's the one that is uh, close to the team, he's working with the players every day, so who better than him can have this judgment. But still, the way he talks and the way he, he answers to these questions, let me think that maybe he's uh, preparing a sort of uh, exit strategy from, from the club due to the, to the fact that maybe he's not happy about uh, the outcome of the transfer market since we, we lost, uh, we lost uh, players. Sure, we got uh, in exchange uh, Llorente and, um, and Solbaken, but uh, about uh, especially Solbaken, he also mentioned that uh, he's not ready and uh, he doesn't feel uh, that uh, he's suitable for going in since he doesn't know our way of playing, he doesn't know how to defend, when to defend and, and the difference between a 3-5-2 and a, and a 4-3-3, which is a bit, uh, not a bit, which is quite, uh, quite a declaration, I would say. So in a way, we knew, I think, we knew that uh, Mourinho is also this, he's also the guy that... Uh, goes to the media and um, shoots uh, strong words in order to put the attention on something else rather than on the team or um, otherwise, as in this case, which I think is doing, preparing an exit strategy for, uh, for the end of the season. Independently on Champions League, I think Mourinho expects from the club uh, a bigger commitment in sense of buying uh, more players and good players to compete for the for the first uh, for the first place next year. But again, he didn't let him play so much. My comment on this is that uh, I, I'm I'm sorry for Belotti, of course, because um, let's remember that Belotti is still a a footballer, a man that uh, so far as given himself, uh, I'm sure, has given himself 110% to the, to the Roma cause and is uh, putting his uh, full effort 
every day in training for Roma and also when he's uh, going in uh, in the pitch. And uh, it, of course, it's not nice uh, on two zero for us when a player like Pelotti is going uh, is going in just for the last thirty seconds. It's not nice to see and. Uh, of course, I feel sorry for him, but um, also in this case, I believe that uh, Mourinho is right, since uh, he is the coach of this team, he is the, the one who decides. I've seen so many matches in the past uh, for Roma that we lost uh, the result uh, for stupid mistakes in the end, in the last minutes. Of course, one of you can argue, yeah, sure, but we were 2-0 and he could have, instead of putting Belotti, he could have just played Solbakken. Uh, I could understand if he was only 1-0 and the match was a bit unsure. But still, for me, this is more of a matter of mentality, that uh, every time Moligno is uh, applying the same modus operandi on, uh, on the management of the team during the whole match. Since uh, every time he's doing these uh, late changes in order to break, uh, to break the mood and to break the flow, so to speak, of the, of the other team. And in a way also to make his players used to this, qui- this, kind of, uh, this kind of way. I'm sure that Mourinho doesn't do this because he doesn't like Belotti. He knows exactly that uh, uh, Belotti doesn't deserve this. But uh, again, he... He's the kind of guy that uh, wants uh, three points. That's it. I'm a bit um, surprised that people still um, divide themselves on Mourinho's character. Mourinho has behaved like this since, uh, since ever throughout uh, his whole career. I'm still sad, but uh, not uh, too surprised that this, uh, this behavior from Mourinho has, uh, has occurred. Well, after these comments about Mourinho's words, I would like to spend uh, very few words on the Zagnolo's case. We know that he's uh, soon joining uh, Galatasaray. Finally, uh, it seems that uh, the club and uh, the agent and Zagnolo himself found an agreement for, for him to leave. Uh, in the last uh, weeks, uh, he has been the biggest uh, topic of discussion. I would just like to remind one thing to, to all of us, uh, guys, since uh, I think that as Roma supporters, we should uh, finally stop to just have a, an opinion on everyone that is, uh, that is part of the Roma world. Uh, what I want to say is that uh, since, uh, since I follow Roma, there has always been characters that has uh, been dividing for the, uh, for the Roma supporters. What I mean is that since uh, the 80s with the Viola president, there were people who were criticizing Viola and people who were supporting Viola. After that, we had uh, Sensi, some people were supporting Sensi, some others didn't. And of course, when Totti also came, but also with other players like Giannini, we always said Totti fan club and Totti uh, haters. And the same thing is happening lately with uh, Mourinho and with, uh, with Zaniolo. We have uh, this special feature as uh, Roma fans to 
make uh, either an idol or a big enemy uh, instead of just being supporters of the of the team of Roma as a block you know like support uh, every time the team despite uh, what uh, you don't like uh, or or you like most in my opinion poison us for for the team we are the the environment in which uh, it's enough that you score one goal and you are the king of Rome and then uh, maybe you just have one bad day and then you are prone to leave I think we need uh, balance, as always, also in life. So I would say we should stop thinking about who is pro Mourinho, who is against Mourinho, or who is pro Pellegrini, or who is against. We should just uh, try to support and push the whole team without criticizing too much, or at least without criticizing for just the pleasure of it. If uh, I understand critics, uh, so I think that the right approach uh, that uh, we should have uh, would be like, if you played well, I clap my hands for you. If you played bad, I just criticize you for that, for that match. But without, you know, exaggerating, without... Uh, without uh, making too much, uh, too much of a case around, in the good and in the bad. Now, the next match will be against Lecce on Saturday. It will be, in my opinion, a very difficult match. Since Lecce has been performed uh, very well, it seems that uh, they can put also... Uh, big teams uh, in difficulty. Let's not forget uh, uh, Milan lost in Lecce. Uh, it will be definitely a tough match. It's also a tough stadium. I personally have been in, uh, in the stadium Via del Mare. It's a very, very hot stadium, I would say, in the sense of that uh, the fans are very close to the team. They support the team all the time. And uh, they are very loud. Uh, the atmosphere will not be so much pleasant for, for Roma. But uh, once again, we, we need to really take advantage. The match against Lecce is uh, showing several difficulties for Roma. Lecce is a team that uh, does not uh, wait for the opponent and then go in counter-attack. It's a team that tries to... To set their game, to play their match with the initiative, so and especially pushed up by the stadium, I think they will uh, they will do a, a good match and they will try to stop us as much as possible. We need to pay attention to several players that they have. For example, uh, they have this guy, this winger Banda. He's not sure he's going to start from the beginning, but with this uh, speed and um, initiative can definitely put uh, Selic uh, or whoever will play on the right flank in serious difficulty. Uh, you, they also have another player, uh, Yulmand, in the midfield that seems to be one of the revelations of the Serie A. Uh, many teams are following him for for the next season. Uh, 
And uh, also another good player that lately has gathered a lot of um, good comments is uh, Baschirotto, the central defender, who is becoming more and more uh, famous and uh, solid, mostly due to his uh, performance. But once again, we need to try to not uh, think about uh, who we have in front of us and... Uh, we need to play our game, trying to, to use our weapons. Uh, the first one, set pieces. I would like just to remind that uh, the statistic says that Roma so far in this season has scored 45% of the goals on set pieces. We are one of the best in Europe for uh, this uh, fundamental. Um, and I believe that uh, this is going to also during the, the months. Since uh, we have uh, great set-piece shooters like uh, Dybala, for example, but also people like Ibanez or Smalling or Abram that uh, are, seems to be that they, they improved a lot with the, with the head, so to speak. I believe that Roma will, uh, will play with the usual uh, formation, 3-5-2. I'm a bit surprised on how the midfield uh, and of Roma is playing in a, in a good way, uh, I would say, since uh, Matic, Cristante, I always consider them not a couple. And, um, uh, but lately... They are, they are showing that they can play together, at least certain matches. Uh, and this is, I think, due also to the fact that Matic uh, has raised his uh, performance level lately. Uh, we can see that he's not uh, making so many mistakes. He always knows uh, where to pass the ball and when to pass the ball. Sure, we, we know that he's not so fast, but uh, I think a player like him, if he's uh, in shape like now, it's really uh, a big plus uh, for, a, for a team like us. Since, uh, as also Mourinho said, we, we are a good team, but uh, only when we play with the, with the best ones. Well, with this... I think uh, we are going towards the conclusion of this uh, short episode today. I remind you that you can contact us uh, through mail and uh, send, uh, send us your, your thoughts and uh, your, your messages that we can share with you and with the rest of the community. You, you can listen to us on platforms like uh, Spotify or App Store or Google uh, podcast also. So with this, I give you a big hug to all of you guys and uh, Dai Roma! <laughs>